Welcome back to another episode of the Christchurch Real Estate Podcast. And today we are joined once again by Vanessa Golightly, friend of the show. We're going to talk about how do you find a good real estate agent. Hi Nathan. How are you Vanessa? <laughs> good, thanks for having me back. Excellent. So Vanessa, you are a real estate agent. Mm-hmm. Um, we won't hold that against you, um, <laughs> as many people may. So you're based here in Papanui. You right. run the Papanui Ray White office. Mm-hmm. You're a business owner here. Mm-hmm. So today we're going to talk about um, how do you find a good real estate agent. So I mean, clearly, I'll put your phone number below so people can call you. So that's a really good option. But um, there's so many options out there for people. Um, when you're selling a house, you can do it privately. You have small, single-person operations, and then you're up to like full-service teams with admin and PAs and all the sort of stuff like what you guys have here. So let's go. So you're you've got a house. You're you want to sell it. What do you think is the first step someone should do when they're looking to sell their house? Mm -hmm. Yep, so the first thing I would do um, would be to ask around friends and family. Um, Quite often you'll find people have done multiple deals with with certain agents or sold recently and used someone. So most of my business does come from repeat referral, which is, um, you know, nature of of doing good business. And so you would hope by asking around, um, not just one person, take a selection of people, you know, from work or um, school friends, you know, parents and all those sorts of things and see if you can get some recommendations. Um, Otherwise, start online um, would be the next step um, and see who um, does business um, in your area. Um, it does. Christchurch is quite a big place, so most agents work throughout. Um, yep. But it is good to do, you know, a bit of googling um, and see whose names pop up from there, um, and sure. then drill down from there. Yep. So you're based here in Papanui, mm-hmm. but you guys will sell right across Christchurch. Yep. We're not like Auckland, where Ponsby agents tend to stick to Ponsby and yep. things like that. I'll end up selling someone's house for them in Sprayden, and then they ring me up, and their mother's, um, you know, reunit in Bishopdale needs to be sold. And sure. yeah, it's everywhere in Christchurch is only half an hour. So. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So I've um, bought and sold a number of houses. Uh, been to a lot of open homes, dealt with a lot of agents. Uh, You definitely have your more organized and onto it agents and you have your ones who are less so. Mm -hmm. So when you're making a decision to sell uh, sell your house, do you think the real estate fees should be a determining factor? Because on one end you've got your your low fee agents, mm-hmm. and then you've got your full companies like yourself who who have higher fees. Mm-hmm. Where do you see that sitting? Yeah, and look again, I'm really trying to give neutral advice today because people also might be listening to this from other areas of New Zealand and smaller regions have different options and sure. all those sorts of things. So, um, you know, in regards to the company that you decide to align yourself with. Um, the buyer pool for New Zealand real estate now is um, further afield than just the local market. So yep. um, we have buyers looking to move all around different areas of New Zealand from within New Zealand and also overseas. So I think it's really important whoever you list with has reach yep. um, and 
you know, by reach, I mean, um, you know, full suite of websites, digital marketing options and those things. So the 1%, 2% discount agents, often, yes, they're cheap, um, but are they really going to give your property the widest reach? Um, they don't have the same resources that the full um, service companies do. Yep. Um, you know, whether, and look, I'm not, you know, I always sit in a listing presentation and say whether it's Bailey's, Harcourt's, Ray White, um, you know, the big players in Canterbury, um, generally we do all have um, good reach and resources sure. for digital marketing, things like that. So, um, fees come into it, yes, but look, you might be listing with the discount agent, but you might only be getting him. He might not work in with any other agency. So you get yep. one agent and his full reach might be realestate.co and that's it. So yep. um, you probably need to look at what you're getting um, in regards to that. And also um, discount fee agents sometimes are not concerned about running full campaigns because they do charge so little. Sure. They're concerned about turnover. So they'll just say, well, you're paying less in fees. Here's an offer. Um, you know, are we getting going or not versus you've worked with me, Nathan. It's not about that. It's about yep. let's do a really good campaign. Yep. <clears throat> Take our time, see what the market has to say, and discover a premium. So, yep. um, if you're charging less, you don't have the luxury of that time. Um, sure. You need to work on turnover to essentially cover. It's a really expensive business, real estate, as much as people probably don't realise. But yeah. you know, AML compliance, subscriptions, fees, licensing, and all the rest of it. So, yeah. Yeah. So I have um, I have bought through you. And I have used you to sell a house. So both times, obviously, very happy. Um, what I found is interesting with the, the 1% or 2%, the, the discount agencies, you definitely get what you pay for. Um, when I've been buying, I, I quite like to buy through them uh, because often they don't. One example is we were buying or we're looking at a place in Hornby. And on Amy's Road in Hornby, it's, well, it was a few years ago, that the zoning was split. So one half of Amy's Road was high density and the other half wasn't. And I happen to know this because I've done my research. Uh, the agent had no idea. Uh, the property was subdividable. She didn't know this. Um, so, you know, I offered accordingly missed out on that deal but it's things like that where I've found you definitely get what you pay for mm -hmm. so if people are super price sensitive to an agent I would just caution them to see what actually does that include because I know from you um, your fee covers a lot of things which some of these lower ones don't so just be really aware if you're selling uh Make sure you know what you're getting yourself into. Mm -hmm. On that too, before I'd even get an interview, an agent in to interview them, um, mystery shop them. That's a good idea. Yeah, go to an open home. Are yep. they there on time? Um, do they answer questions? How do they take, you know, do they... Um, I had friends that went to an open home in their neighbourhood the other day, and they're actually buying. Like they yep. might have looked like they're wandering around, but they're, you know, they would move for the right property. And the agent didn't even take any details. He had a paper register. Don't even get me started on yep. that. Um, he sort of waved at them at it at them when they walked in, and they looked at it and like, "What do we do anyway?" And they just yep. left, and he didn't even have their details. So. 
um, mystery shop and see if that was your open home, would you be happy? Put your genuine details down too because yep. you want to know that they're doing that callback. Sure. And sending and you know if they, if they send out the information file um, via a link after the open home, how detailed is that? If they even do that. Yep. Um, and the other way of um, mystery shopping them is inquire online on a property. Just say, mm-hmm. can I have a general price indication or something like that? And just see, A, do they reply? And B, if they reply, how timely is it? And C, um, what's the content of the reply and, and how professional was it? Because they're the people who are going to be representing your property. And it's not being misleading. Um, I, I think that um, you know you have a genuine right to do those two things. So if an agent gets past your mystery shop and your um, mystery online shop, um, that's probably going to tell you a lot about if they're the person that you want to work with. Yep. No, that's really good. Um, we found that... In the years I've been involved with it, um, you might buy a house, might sell a house, and then the agent's um, contact really disappears really quickly. Mm-hmm. So I, I tell people, like, I'm, I'm buying for myself, I'm buying for clients who want to buy in Christchurch, um, yet if I don't buy that house from them, it, it disappears. So you touched on the paper register. So what happens... Um, at open homes, if you're not aware, you generally put your details down and the agent will get back to you. So you use a digital version of that so yep. you can chuck yep. them into your database and then yep. be in touch with As them. As we are literally locking up the open home, um, we can do um, an SMS communication and an email communication from our phone yep. that sends the um, open home attendees um, a message saying, thanks for attending, here's a link to the full information. And then the full information actually is the full information. Like before we go to market, our team are really detailed on what we put forward because, sure. and like not just talk about my team, but just agents in general. If someone's interested in a house and everyone's been there, you see a house, you like it, you want the information. And there's yep. nothing more frustrating than an agent who, A, hasn't got it organised, B, there's bits missing. And especially in Christchurch, we want to know things like what's the EQC claim history, yep. um, who's in trouble with school zoning. Um, we've also got a whole other layer of things here like flooding maps and planning maps and all those. And we put all of that in our information pack and send it out to the buyers in a really timely fashion so that we can capitalise on their interests. They can flick it off to their bank or they can broker or lawyer and those things. It's if you're clunky, and you and Emma are probably the same, if you can't get the answers and you can't get the information, then your interest starts to wane and then you start to go, this is all a bit hard and this agent doesn't know what they're talking about and then you yep. kind of you know, get a bit deflated and potentially you know, your interest wanes a bit. So, yeah. yeah. I mean, personally, I'll generally know quite a bit about the property before I go to view it. You're a big property geek. Uh, well, I am a geek. Inside. I actually pre <laughs> I actually pre look at properties. We actually did a drive by the other night of a property we yeah, wanted to look that. at. Date night. Yeah, date night looking at properties we're then going to go to the open home. But for me there's I look at every property that comes on the market in Christchurch. Uh, from that I'll, I'll narrow it down to some that I'm interested in, and then I'll do some pre-research before I go to the open home. Mm-hmm. So you can very quickly tell if the agent knows what they're talking about or doesn't, mm-hmm. uh, and I've seen both of those situations. But yeah, it's, I think these days a lot of information is online, so people can educate themselves before they go, yeah. but the agent's there to, you know, to be the guiding light through that property and... Yeah, it's it's definitely um, they're not all created equal. Let's just put it like that. 
yeah. from ones I've seen. 100%. And, look, it is disappointing. Um, you know, the, I do get the view people have on our industry and on agents, and it is low barrier to entry. And when there's a good market, there's a heap of new agents that pop up. And when yep. it's not so easy, they all drop off. And, yep. um, you know, I, I would really love the day where we're seen at the same level as lawyers and accountants and as actual property professionals, which I think that hopefully my clients look at me like, and I would love our industry to be seen at that level. But... Um, it's not there yet. So that's why people have to do their research before they list because the agent you list with actually makes a difference to the outcome. If you have a good agent who's got good experience, good communication, follows up, and looks, you know, there's some buyers might say they're not interested because X, Y, and Z, and then really the concerns are actually can be alleviated or we can actually say, oh, no, it isn't that school zone, Um, and they'll go, oh, we didn't realise, and if you don't follow up and ask these questions, and same with their banks and their brokers, if um, issues come up, um, you know, a professional agent will know how to work through them. An agent who either you can't get hold of or doesn't, you know, have the time to deal with it um, will just let the deal crash without, you know, really getting involved. So, you know, I've talked to people's building inspectors, their brokers, their insurance companies, their lawyers, like, you know, it's, it's, you know, you've got to be onto it as an agent, um, you know, and you've really got to, deliver a service to a level where I can look my clients in the eye, whether it's at the auction or on the deadline, and say, there's not one single thing we could have done to discover a buyer for your property. So we've left no stone unturned. Every buyer's been followed up. Everyone knows they've got an opportunity to buy it. We've, you know, Hmm. um, really pushed this through. And here is your time to make a decision about whether you sell or not. And you've got context about whether the market is where you want to be um, based on the feedback. So an agent does make a difference and a good agent will make a big difference. Yeah, And things are, are moving really quickly in the property space, whether it's zoning, whether it's... Um, lending. lending, whether it's um, intensification from the council mm-hmm. or or not. So I think as an agent, you need to be up to date with, you don't have to be an expert in every field because you're not going to know everything, but you need to know enough to either point them in the right direction or to have that information for them. Yeah. Um, and I've found um, some do, and that's really <clears throat> it. Makes a buying process really easy when you've, mm-hmm. you you presented with all the information. Um, so you use property files. Is that, uh, is that we've the got system a backing you... system called Vault, but similar. Okay. Yep, similar. Yep. Yeah. So then everything, all your information is online, so people can just log in, and it's all there. Yeah. I know a property I went through one you had on Springs Road. Mm-hmm. So I was kept up to date with. Um, new information that was put on there so that's really good so sadly we're not going to buy that one but um <laughs> it was a good deal it was an interesting yeah. interesting place and look um we know and this is the thing the buyer's information packs aren't just for the buyers i know as a, an experienced agent i know what the banks are going to want i'm going to know what the insurance company's going to want to see and i know what their lawyer's going to want to see so yep. especially with aqc and all those other factors so um i make sure that we have all that information provided beforehand and if something's pending I literally put a page in there that says building report will be added to this file or EQC will be added to the client and the buyer and their lend, you know, lawyer yep. and their lender know that the information's coming. Because um, it's one thing to it's one thing to do an open home, put some pictures up. You've got to have the follow through and you've got to make the process easy. Yep. Um, and if the if you haven't researched the EQC um, history in full and then you find out that there's claims that people didn't know about, it's incredibly stressful and it can slow the whole process down. So. Yeah. 
One other thing, I haven't seen it much lately, but digital staging. Mm -hmm. Have you ever done that? No, I hate it. Yeah. You <laughs> see it, you see the, 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 the digital staged, and then you go to the property and it's it's weird. Empty, it's, it's real open. like we were looking at the office at one recently, and I, it was to be fair, it was probably quite good digital staging because we were a little bit like, "What's going mm. on?" It's got a real anyway, but like real life staging. Yeah, like I would say ninety percent of the vacant properties are sell. Have I even have clients that move out of their own houses and yep. stage them because they don't want to live in them while yep. they're on the market. I think staging's good. <laughs> like the worst one I saw was digitally enhanced grass in a driveway oh, right. so i actually went to the property and it's like it's nothing like i had a little asterisk this has been digitally enhanced but yeah. anyway that was just a little side note i thought of i won't that. be using that sorry to disappoint you yeah, yeah. i can't no, but I won't I have, put a bouncy castle on your backyard yeah. or anything like that oh that's that. a shame <laughs> but um photoshopping out power lines digital oh, yeah. staging there's all sorts of stuff that mm -hmm. that gets push through which you see and you're like that's not yeah but a blue sky might be as far as we push it yeah yeah no hey we might wrap it up there <laughs> thanks vanessa that was really good to have a chat and where can people get hold of you um if they want to talk to you about selling their house or just have a chat about property in general yep sure they can either google me vanessa go lightly ray white um, or otherwise i am very active on uh facebook and instagram uh, vanessa go lightly ray white Perfect. Again, I'll put all your details in the show notes below. Uh, and again, thank you for coming on and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Thanks.